0: to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL Podcast. Happy Monday to everyone. I hope this podcast finds you well. I'm so grateful to be back, giving you the first edition of this year, 2022. Congratulations. All right. If you are kicking off the first week with me and I am your morning cup of tea, I just want to say all the thanks and gratitude in the world. Man, I'm so grateful for all of you. And again, guys what a year this is going to be we're going to be oh my god discussing so many amazing things in regards to the business english podcast i'm going to be bringing on hosts. make sure you follow me on my arsenio zsl podcast page i want to start doing IGTVs live also and i'm posting a lot of toefl toic and ielts stuff on there too so again if you're interested in you know those types of test preparation courses uh do follow me so with that being said This is a follow-up from what I had done the previous week. Now, remember, the networking event, okay, hard-selling, okay, we got autobiographers, we got, you know, (laughs) I think his name was Anton, pushing people to their limits and pushing them to do something that they don't want to do, you know, and, you know, I've had a lot of arguments like this, uh, you know, before with some of my friends, and not, not only in business, but in personal life. If someone wants to walk out of your life, you let them go. Because the moment, you know, a girl says, I want to break up with you, I'm not happy anymore. I mean, uh, if you want to break up and you're not happy anymore, if you don't want to have any reconciliation and try to salvage this, then I'm going to have to let you go. As much as I love and this and that, whatever it may be, I got to let you go. And, you know, that happened to me with the personal relationship 12 years ago right and so the reason why i'm telling you this is because we can't force something upon someone and to force them to do something that they just don't want to do that's the bottom line that's all there is to it you know that's that's the way the cookie crumbles so to speak and i just think there are just too many people in life who focus their relationships and their efforts on things that are completely dead weight and there's nothing there's no drive to it you're putting in 100% to a relationship or 100% to a sale or 100% in you know some what business relationship and you're getting nothing back and before i give you from small talk to big talk this whole article i uh, you know there was a, a college buddy that i met probably back what 15 years ago she was never there for me during the most critical times of my life In 2017, I canceled the trip because she ended up being lovey-dovey. And I know when she becomes lovey-dovey, she becomes very distant and she doesn't like speaking often. So I canceled my trip to America in late 2017, which was one of the greatest things that happened because I ended up leaving a job. And the relationship forever took a turn. And this could have been because she ended up becoming a licensed nurse. And out there in America, when you become a licensed nurse, not my wonderful, beautiful individuals that immigrate to America. I know what many of them who are dentistas, okay, doctors and all these other individuals. But for her and Americans in general who are born in America, when they get that title, their ego goes crazy and they just completely demolish all their relationships. And so at the end of December, I finally looked at her profile and I said, you know what? We talked a couple times this year. I asked her to do so many things for me and she gets back to me within one to eight weeks, I just, you're you're not giving me anything in exchange. You don't want to get on a call. You don't want to get on a video. I don't want to hear the, oh, I'm so busy. I get it. You're a nurse. But I can tell you right now, there are many a times where you're at home doing nothing, when you can easily get back in contact with me. And you're just a nurse. No offense to that. Not Denigrating you and not saying, oh, you're just a nurse. No, I'm saying you're a nurse. It's not like you're an entrepreneur. You have to work and you reply to emails and all these things. Once you leave work, work is left at work. So I finally blocked her. And that's the end of that relationship. But that relationship had been dead since 2017. She emailed you know, she messages me about a year later saying, oh, so is this, you know, the end of our friendship? What are you talking about? You gave up on that years ago. You know, the reason why i want that, you, you know, and so you in, in your relationships this year, whether it's business or personal, make sure you have more growth friends than anything. And don't feel bad about not keeping in contact with people who are feeding your tree. You have a tree and you have a thousands, thousands of things on that tree. And a lot of people, they like to come to that tree, take and go. And they'll only come around to take. Those are the types of people I want you to have less of this year. So in saying that, that's my pep talk. All right. And now we're going to be getting into uh, the good stuff. And it's called uh, from small talk to big talk. Okay. Making the most of business networking events. I'm going to read this out to you. We have four different rules. And then we're going to listen to the video. And Anton, of course, we heard all those really bad relationships and how everything just fell apart. We're going to listen to the good and how he was able to do well in a specific, um, you know, uh, approaching somebody. Right. And so that's what we're going to be discussing coming up right here, right now. But first article time in these days of social media, you might think that making personal contact is much less important than it used to be. But a Harvard business professor, Hal Roth, disagrees and has shown that even the shortest conversation before discussing a deal with will make potential business partners six or seven times more likely to cooperate. Here, then, are the rules of the game. I agree. I don't agree with a lot of people. I don't really agree with academics at all because they're just academics to taught to like think within the lines, and there's no accepted and no doing anything outside the box. Right now. The reason why I agree with this is simply because I've been there, done that with a lady I had worked for in the past. I used to do workshops with one of the uh, biggest private banks, as a matter of fact, KTB out here in Bangkok. And instead of having small talk and having a very nice, you know, warm conversation and asking the client, okay, what is it? How can I help you? this girl who I went there with gave a 20 minute presentation talking about a bunch of a bullshit about her bullshit ass tutorial center. Now, the reason I call it a bullshit ass tutorial center is because obviously they did nothing. They did nothing to help me. They, the old heads, it's really difficult dealing with old heads. Okay. And she was given a presentation about things that did not relate to the bank. One of the HR managers, she's a super, we call her a Manupa. A Manupa is basically a grumpy old lady. Okay. A lady that complains about all the world, ever the world. Now, I don't really see or didn't really see much of them when I lived out there in America. Um, But in saying that, just letting you know the whole situation. So she becomes very fidgety, agitated. She's squandering around in her seat. And she's becoming very annoyed because she's like, what is this? The next thing you know, at the end of the presentation, she gives them the different courses they do. She gives them the prices. And then that was it. And I was like, man, you are literally horrible, okay? You need to have a conversation discussing how I can help you. And I had to jump in and salvage that interview, that presentation by saying, what is it you need help with? What are your employees struggling with most? I'm here to do that. Now, remember, I wasn't a high performance coach back then. I was just a corporate trainer in soft skills. Now I go up, up and way, way beyond that. And so, with that being said, you know, they ended up warming up, especially the Ba. And she ended up talking to me a lot. And we ended up getting that project, let alone three other workshops. Too much paperwork, not enough money. Won't ever do it again if they ever approach me, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, (laughs) I just use terms. Time, energy, return, money, insanity, all of them are very, very low. So uh, I probably wouldn't do that anymore because I do have a lot of other companies I do train at. But just giving you an idea, let's jump into the rules now. Rule number one, start with small talk. Absolutely. In some cultures, business people think small talk is not as important as a real business conversation. But as a communication specialist, Deborah Fink reminds us, without small talk, you rarely get to the real conversation. I love it. The secret is to avoid boring small talk right? So that means like the venue, the weather, like I discussed with you guys before. You got to try to find something personal and positive to say about people you meet, something that makes them tick, something, a topic that they absolutely love. Let me give you a very quick example of this. There's a German guy. He used to be a model, an engineer, a model, and now he's a trainer. He trains at the gym that I go to uh, out here in Bangkok. And I talk a lot about high performance and development and stuff. And to be honest with you, He is so intrigued and captivated by my story and what I have to say because it's so much about developing the mindset in general, right? And so instead of just talking about, hey, what are you doing for New Year's? Hey, how about this? Those conversations are dead weight because right after those conversations happened, he asked me one question and I went on a journey with him for 30 minutes, You know, and that probably will create ultimately a lot of different things. You know, I probably have helped him subconsciously. He might start looking into things and going on YouTube and checking out a couple of other things. And he's already aware of a lot of personal development, uh, you know, gurus out there and stuff. So I try to find something personal and something relatable that gets him to tick or talk about something and developing yourself. I never speak about anything negative, right? Or you could just, you know, compliment them on an item of clothing, you know, although that's probably not one of the best things that's boring small talk. Um, but if you've done your homework, you might be able to say something more personal or business related. You know, if you hear someone's business, you know, skyrocketing or they were in the news recently, you could say, oh my God, big congratulations to what's happening over there. How is everything out, you know, and that's going, they're going to be very excited to talk about something like that, right? So, Again, it could be more personal, more business related. Either way, you've started a conversation and are ready to talk. That's number one. Number two, have strategies for ending unproductive conversations. All right. So I love to move conversations forward with action. So again, there's always an intent behind uh, with a conversation. So With him, it's very open-ended in terms of the German guy, because obviously I see him all the time. But if I move, if I can move a conversation forward with someone who's dealing with depression, one of my workmates. And I'm like, okay, so, all right, so what are we going to start doing to start beating away at this depression, you know? And she was actually very, very good with it in the first three months. But next thing you know, now depression is affecting her performance. And is there a true reason to why? Uh, People would say, oh, chemical imbalance, this, that. No, 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 no. Focus on like, why is it that you're so discontent? Even if you were to get the money, the career, have the car, have the, whatever it may be, you're still not happy. So where is this unhappiness coming from? So again, moving the conversation forward, but also having strategies for ending unproductive conversations. So from time to time, we all get stuck in conversations that are going nowhere. It's rude to just suddenly stop, but don't fall into the politeness trap and miss the opportunity to talk to others. Prepare a couple of good excuses for why you have to move on. If you're attending the event with a colleague, agree to weigh a signal to each other when you need rescuing or something like that. Or say, hey, you know what? The time, listen, I hate to interrupt, but I've got five minutes. got someone i got to get on a call with thank you so much and i realized and i think i may have said this before very unproductive conversations is someone i used to have on my team from malaysia from probably april 2018 to about may 2019 and every time we got together it was the most unproductive one hour ever we never focused on anything she would just talk about random stuff All over the place, and it was the it was unbelievably difficult to get off the phone call with her. So you know what I had to do? I had to literally just shut off my MacBook and say my internet went down. Yeah, that's how hard it was. Okay, there was never a movement of the conversation forward. But remember, I was just a tutor slash corporate, you know, soft skill trainer back in 2018. You know, now I know that there are a number of ways I say, "Hey, listen, hate to stop you, but." So, okay. As a follow-up, let's let's uh, talk to, uh, you know, message me about this, this. I'm going to get back to you later on. To, you see what I mean? Like there's got to be actionable steps after that. That's your number two. Rule number three, find out what you can do for others. All right. Instead of focusing on what other people at an event or anywhere can do for you, which may make you nervous and anxious to do business look at, uh, you know, what Guy Kawasaki said. You know, he said, what you need to do is focus on what you could do for them. This will both relax you and encourage you to listen and become a better listener. It's always about, okay, how can I help? How can I serve? How can I help? How can I serve? That's what I did with my podcast. How can I help and serve English language learners or TOEFLers or TOEIC or this or that? How about my personal development podcast? How can I help serve? I've seen that some of you from the Netherlands, from England, and from Korea have gone over and started listening to my personal development podcast. And it's because I always come with the intent, how can I help? How can I serve? How can I develop? And how can I impact? How can I influence people? Right? So rule number four, keep it short and arrange to meet again. Don't drag out the conversation too long. Right? You both want to meet other people. Again, I kind of I somewhat agree to this, but you don't want to be very quick with your conversations. You like me, like a 30-minute conversation with the German guy. However, I needed to, you know, get stuff done with, you know, doing my course and everything. That was all important, but I do believe that relationship building is the essence of everything. So, if you feel like the conversation has reached its end and you have nothing else to speak about, okay. End it. All right. Listen, I got to develop a course. I'm going to go grab something to eat. I'm going to see you next Monday. You see what I mean? Very, very easy. All right. Now, do not be that person keeping it short, this, that, and then making it look like an acquisition. No one wants to be, no one wants to, I don't know. No one wants to not be taken advantage of, but no one wants to be hard sold to. and, And especially, the fact that you know oh you're speaking to me because you want to do business with me no one wants to feel like that no one really does believe me so in saying that people now we're going to listen to anton having a more successful business contact and making one in general so you're going to listen to how he's able to do this in a number of different uh another a number of other different ways and Here we go. Are you ready for this? Let's play this bad boy all the way through.
1: Dr. Fischer, Schmeiser Group. Yes, that's right. I thought so. I saw you speak at the Networks IT Conference in Frankfurt last year. Very interesting talk. Ah. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Vega. Are you with FIS, I see? Yes. I spoke to someone from your sales team a short while ago. A Mr. Zuckerman. Sugarman. Alan Sugarman. Yes, he's one of our team. Yes, in fact, we nearly... Signed a deal with you for an MIS for our Hamburg office, but I'm afraid there were one or two difficulties. Oh? Yes, in fact, the system your man Sugarman sent me was uh, almost exactly what we wanted, but we were looking for something with a bit more flexibility. Well, it's interesting you say that, hmm. because we now have our new app store for supply chain management software, which gives you almost total flexibility. Oh, really? Yes. You can download what you want and delete what you don't as you go. You've got complete control. That's interesting. Could you send me some information about that? Of course. Let let me give you my card.
0: There it is. That's how you do
1: it. And uh, here's mine. Oh, I see you've uh, moved to Cologne. Yes, that's right. We relocated there a couple of months ago. As it happens, I'm going to be in Cologne in the next few weeks. if you like the look of our app store, why don't we fix up a time to meet? Yes, let's do that. Excellent. Well, great to have met you, Mr. Vega. Likewise. Oh, look, this uh, Angela Pepperberg. I'd like to talk to her about her new project we're working on. Do, do you know Miss Pepperberg? As a matter of fact, I do. We were in the same class at business school. Oh, really? At Wharton? Yes.
0: Why don't I introduce you? Would you?
1: Ah, no oh, problem at very all. kind. Thank you.
0: And there it is. Do you guys see how that went? Okay, K-Man complimented on the talk. Okay. And then he looked at the tag. Oh, you work for FIS. Luckily, there was a ground that was a gambit so that they could develop a conversation. And then he didn't try hard selling him right there and say, Hey, if you buy this right now, I can give you a te- uh, 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 uh. How about this? I am going to send you a couple of things so that we could get together for a talk. He said, Okay. And then they exchanged cards. He said, Oh, You're in Cologne. I'm going to be in Cologne. How about this? We get on a call. We get on a talk. If you like it, we can meet in Cologne. and fix up a time to meet. There it is. Then at the networking event, he saw another person. Luckily, Anton knew that person. And then he said, how about, and instead of this looking just like a business acquisition, how about I introduce you to her out of the goodness of his heart? That is how you do it. No more acquisitions, people. There has to be good, positive intent behind what you do. Do you feel me? Oh, no, I had the British accent. That was terrible. But anyways, people, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful, wonderful video. We're going to be getting back in to the crazy travels of everything in the next podcast. But oh, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful, oh, the Arsenio ESL podcast. So much more coming up soon. And you better brace yourself. I'm your host, as always, over and out.